Hello, everyone, and welcome along again to the Oris Digital Podcast. We have a very special episode, a uh, bonus episode for you this week. And Luke, I'm going to do that again. Bear with me. Hello, everyone, and welcome along again to the Digital Podcast. Not the Digital Podcast, it's the Oris Digital Podcast. I'm going to start that again. Hello, everyone, and welcome along again to the Oris Digital Podcast, Digital Marketing Bite Size. We have a bonus episode for you today, slightly shorter than what we're used to. But once again, I'm joined by my good friend, Luke. How are you, Luke? Hello, all good here. How about you? Yes, very well, thank you. Good to hear. So this week, we have a slightly uh, different podcast in that we will be doing it slightly shorter than normal, but focusing on one particular topic, and it'll be the Google Partner program that they run, which as an agency is quite important for us because we are, um, you know, we work with Google quite closely and being a partner of those is quite important. Absolutely. A couple of changes that we've been made aware of, um, particularly starting, we've got a whole year before it kicks in, but um, the Google Partners program has a few changes which we're going to run through and have a little discussion about and be really good to get your opinion on. Yep. So first of all, then, let me quickly ask you then, what is a Google Partner? So a Google Partner, essentially, um, all agencies have the opportunity to be one, assuming they meet certain criteria. Essentially, it's just a, an extra status, an extra way, an extra layer of recognizing agencies that do good work. Yep. And you get a nice, shiny little badge that you can use. So on the actual Google website, it says achieving partner status means that you and your company have demonstrated Google Ads skills and expertise, met a certain spend threshold, and have also delivered both uh, company agency and client revenue growth and also sustain, uh, sustained it as well. <laughs> That's a difficult word to say. <laughs> That's directly from, from Google itself. So yeah, like you said, it's, it's quite important for sort of any agencies, especially us to sort of demonstrate that, to show that we're not only competent, but we, you know, we've got the skills, we've got the expertise to go alongside it to sort of be named a partner. Indeed, yeah. I guess there's so many agencies around these days that if you're a business looking for for an agency to help with your PPC, your Google Ads, it allows you to recognize ones which I guess are, are more experienced, particularly if you consider, if we go through them. So the spend, obviously over the years, the spend threshold has changed as the business has grown for Google and the amount of revenue that they get if you're assuming that you have a top percentage of agencies that can fall into this, then that spend level obviously goes up as over time. And, you know, they actually have it down at the moment as 10,000 US dollars. Obviously you can translate that um, over 90 days period. So that's all of your accounts in your MCC, all of the businesses that you help run Google ads and the cumulative total needs to be over 10,000 pounds for the, the last 90 days. The weird thing about that is, I mean, you could obviously have, one or two clients which are very big spending or you can have a hundred clients which are a lot lower spending but the idea is that you need to be above that ten thousand mark yep I, I think that's sort of quite important to be honest for the google partner badge obviously in the world where you know direct bank transfers are a thing it would be very easy for anyone to you know just set up a, a fake business speak to some you know actual companies and just scam them for money. So I think firstly, it's it's really important that they do have some of these requirements, like the minimum spend to show that, you know, you deal with big money anyway, so you're less of a risk, but it is also a professional 
and a security type measure, which I think is very comforting for a lot of people. Yeah. In our profile, we have a nice shiny green tick, which means we, we've achieved that um, by some way. But I guess on the flip side of that, you could also have people, you know, the, the amount that you spend doesn't always translate to how skilled someone is at managing PPC. Absolutely. So you could have a person that, you know, only runs some very small accounts, but actually they're quite skilled. Yeah, it doesn't quite take into account like the in-house people as well, you know, who are obviously very skilled at, you know, their speciality with their own companies. The certification side of things, which is quite interesting, as long as I can remember, you've needed to take the you know the exams it's almost like being back at school sometimes but you have to do your exams every um every so often just to make to make sure that you still have that certification the, the knowledge and i guess pvc moves and changes so quickly that you know it's like you take your driving test once don't you but in 10 years if the cars are a lot different then really you should be taking your test again yeah funny enough i had to drive a, a transit van the other day and under my license i'm allowed to drive one but it's completely different to driving a car and there was no sort of test that i needed to take prior to driving that and i was driving it thinking well i don't know if, if uh, most people that drive a car whether they could be trusted with a much larger vehicle <laughs> begs the question some people probably aren't really trustworthy to drive their own car <laughs> yeah, like the true. people on the road that is um, true but no, it's it's every and it's it's the same for you know Bing ads and could be the same for Facebook. I'm not sure about them specifically, but you need to take it at least once every year for it to be renewed, and so you're allowed to show that that status. But yeah, as you're as you're about to go on uh, with the new update to the partner status, they've changed sort of the requirements of the certifications just a little bit. In terms of within a agency setting, so before where they needed to, you know, just have the one person with the Google Ad certificate, you now need to have at least fifty percent of people having a up to date certificate, but across all of the all of the platforms. So. You know, the Google Ads, the Google Display, Google Shopping, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so the four they break it down into is search, display, video, and shopping. You need to have at least one user that's certified in all four of those categories, and your company needs... Um, 50%. 50%, yeah, which is different, as you say, you know, going back to sort of what it is at the moment before those changes, and we should stress those changes come into place a year from now, so there is definitely time to to get those if you haven't already, which is good. So you've got a bit of time if you need to brush up on your certifications. Um, but you only needed one. And I think working for a few agencies over the years, a lot of the time people have a work email. And again, I'll go back to, if you are taking these for the first time, it's quite useful to do this on, um, if your company allows to do it on a personal email address. If you do end up moving on from the agency that you're working at, you can take those certifications with you. Um, but you know, I've worked for agencies that have got four or five people that no longer work with the company, but they achieve certification. So 
in theory, you could have an agency that has nobody there at the moment with those certifications and the people that have them have moved on, but they've still got the premier status. So I think that's a good move. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um, I suppose though, the only, well, it's not really an issue because the Google certifications are free. It's just a case of not wasting your time in a sense. Um, yeah, if you've moved on and your certifications are link to your business email address then you know you've got to take them again for your personal one and other than just sort of wasting a bit of time and being a bit annoying that's really all that's at cost it would be a, a bit different if you had to pay for it like the google, uh, google um like the facebook one i can't remember the price of that but i think it's 100 200 pound probably 150 about that yeah yeah, <laughs> you'd be quite annoyed if you had yeah, to no, right. pay that and you already had the certification. Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, if your company or the agency that you work for specifically require you to do it through your business email, then I'd recommend in your own time, if you have the time at the weekend or in the evenings, take it again in your in your personal email. It's definitely worthwhile having that attached. Now, I think the most interesting one for me is the performance. So the change in the the performance um, sort of hoops that you have to jump through, they're now taking into account the sort of general agency optimization score. Mm -hmm. So in the Google AdWords interface, for anyone that doesn't know um, the Google Ads interfaces, they offer recommendations and they have sort of analysis on each account and they'll recommend ways of improving your, their, your account and they'll give you a score based on which of those you've adopted. A lot of the times it's, you know, the, the big one is switch to smart shopping, spend more money. So you have to get, um, is it 70%, I believe? Potentially, yeah, I'm sure it was 70%, yeah, so which is 70% is a threshold. I mean, that's a very sneaky move yeah, I mean, by there'd be some accounts Google. like some legacy well if you've ever spoken to google i mean you you speak to a google account rep all the time and whilst they are invaluable and we'll come on to that in a moment just how much value that can provide a lot of the suggestions are often um adopting the google um, automation yeah although it's it's a catch-22 because some of them are actually quite good like smart shopping smart shopping has been amazing for you know you and me personally with our clients but there are other ones mostly within the search that aren't as good and to be sort of effectively forced on you is it's not great yeah smart shopping's come a long way so now it's definitely more adoptable and you know the performance that you get from that we've seen it with clients that are only just switching over to smart shopping ones that have joined us that sort of weren't aware of of that before have seen improvements in performance but if you're stuck with a position where you have non smart shopping or just just regular shopping campaigns that have been performing better and then you're being punished through your optimization score because your performance because you know you want you obviously want the best performance so it's a bit unusual. Yeah, that's 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 the only thing. Because again, I'm sure you'd agree there are certain campaigns that 
are specifically just manual CPC because of the sort of close monitoring that you want to have on it. So you don't want to up optimize in the sense of going to an automation and yeah, that has an effect on your score and then that could have an effect on your partner status. That's, that's the annoying bit. It does feel like definitely with some of the recent changes, like taking away some of the search terms and a couple of the other recent updates that they're bringing out, they're very much playing your hand in a sense and gradually they will get you over to automation one way or another. That's, that's the way it's sort of appearing to me at the moment. Yeah, one of the benefits, and obviously Digital are a partner, so we have the ability to use that badge on our website and we have that, um, people are able to recognize that we've met that criteria. And one of those benefits from that is that we have an account manager at Google, so on, on Google's side and we're able to ask them questions and they give us feedback and if there are ways of improving the account, then they'll point them out and you personally have update phone calls with them quite often. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to get your perspective on sort of that relationship and um, sort of the positives that have come from that. So really it, it does depend on who your account strategist is. They do tend to change every six months. Although the girl who I've got at the moment, she's been working with us for about a year and a half now. So, I mean, they, they do change, but you can request that this certain person stay with you sort of thing. Um, but depending on how valuable Google sort of determines the account, you'll like be placed into sort of a certain team. And yeah, the team that we're in now, she gives us some great analytics on stuff that we can't actually see and a lot of her advice has actually been sort of useful and helpful. She's not pushy or anything. She just, you know, generally tells you how it is. She's helped us recently with the target CPA campaign, giving us advice on that as, as you're aware, Tom. And, you know, we've seen, we've mm -hmm. seen the benefits from, from that change and, you know, they can be a very useful tool because at the end of the day, yeah, they are meant to sort of get you to spend more and, everything but really if you're not making money you're not going to spend more so it's still within their best interest to sort of help you out as genuinely as they can and i feel like our google yeah. account rep as as all of the ones in the past have they have helped us i've also met a few of them in person as well at certain google events and yeah they're all they're all great people yeah brilliant and the other thing that they have things like advanced product training if there are new products that Google releases, if we go back to using smart shopping as an example, again, when that came out to get ahead of the curve, if you are a Google partner and you have that badge and one of the benefits of that relationship with the account manager at Google is that they will be able to take you through the ins and outs, the intricacies of what it entails and how we can then relay that to our clients. Cause essentially that's the biggest part of all of this is getting as much benefit from Google that we can give back to our clients and increase their performance essentially that's that's the bottom line isn't it yes and also just to piggyback off the back of that they also do beta test in a sense where you get to sort of test out the newer features that aren't necessarily available to everyone yet we've been whitelisted for certain 
certain features. There's an image extension coming soon, image add extension, which, yeah, we've been white labeled mm-hmm. for one of our clients on and is very exciting. So things like that are also a massive benefit. Obviously, if you didn't have the Google partner status, you wouldn't get these benefits. Yeah. So February 2022, Oris, will we be given the badge? <laughs> that is yeah, the question. We'll, we'll retain it. I'm sure we will. We will. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, the spend the spend will be fine. The um the performance criteria as well. We'll be able to get that seventy percent. I have no no question about that. And hopefully we can continue to build relationships with the guys at Google. And hopefully we can get even more value added to our clients than uh, than we already do. Yep. So then as we sort of come to the... So let's... <laughs> yeah, he's taking it right off the tongue. No, it's basically just wrapping up because we've we've spoke about the Google partner status and that was essentially the, the main goal of this bonus episode of the podcast. I thought it'd be good to just quickly do a, a run through summary of what's to come. Yep. Shoot away. So the, the, the first point, which they've, they've mentioned, you know, there's still time to get ready. So if you haven't met the proposed criteria for February 2022, it's, it's still a year away. There is still plenty of time to get those certifications, meet the performance criteria. So there's no need to panic, no need to rush. And they, they give out all of the information that you need. So I, mean, I think that's one thing where it's definitely improved. Back in the day where the partner badge first came out, I remember one of the biggest gripes for a lot of people was the there was no visibility over what like the spend criteria was, for example. So you had no idea if you was a thousand pound off or ten thousand pound off because there was no actual in writing, this is what it is. They kept it very close to their chest and that annoyed a lot of people. But now you go onto Google Ads in the interface and it will tell you quite clearly this is the amount you need you're above it or below it and even the performance part you know there's a there's a solid percentage that you need to aim for that percentage is quite clear in the google ads interface you know what you need to do to achieve that so that's definitely um a positive for the new the new partner badges i think as well they they are planning on improving the benefits that you get from it which is also very good so that's another thing that we look forward to accessing um, I think the the areas that they mention are the education and insights, which is, I mean, there is loads of content which they've provided, which you can go through. And if you have a certain area of your skill set that's not as good as it should be, or um, you just want to brush up on a part of your skill set that is good, the amount of content and education educational pieces out there um, as part of the as part of the program is has grown so much over the last couple of years. And things like access and support and the other one was recognition and rewards. If you do get the premier partner status, which is the top 3% of agencies and you get an even, a, you get a nicer badge than the, just a regular partner one, which um, sure, is that you're one even, of the premium people within Google. It's even shiny. Yeah. It's like, um, well, no, it's like pulling the shiny Charizard out of the pack, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Pokemon craze. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine the amount of sort of care and attention that the account managers give to you. You probably do mm. get all of the senior people and get wined and dined probably. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to be a fly in the wall at some of those parties back in the day. <laughs> I wonder if Heinz has been to any. Probably. He's probably there now. 
He's probably, yeah, it's true. It's probably a plaque of him on the wall somewhere. <laughs> That's why he doesn't do any of the podcasts. <laughs> He's a robot. <laughs> what? A PPC robot. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Anyway, before we start getting out of hand, uh, thank you very much for listening, guys. It's a little bonus episode. No, thanks, Luke. Oh, uh, yeah, well, let's catch up again. Always nice to chat. Um, and I think we probably have a bonus episode or two planned later on um, throughout March. Next week, we get back to normal and we'll have a full, a full episode for you. Um, really looking forward to speaking about more PPC related news and normally a few tangents that we go on as well. So all good fun. Yes. Like this tangent I'm about to say now, um, we it. are also in association with crockery direct.co.uk where we sell fantastic crockery, both yeah, domestic and commercial, but yeah, anyway, thank you very much, Tom. I'll catch you on the next one. Cheers, Luke. Bye. Thanks, mate. Bye.